Welcome to the reInvent Relevance podcast. I'm your host, Jason Mutzfeld, Director of Learning at Merfeld Career Management. Our show is about what you can do to take charge of your career. We call it here at Merfeld, reinventing relevance, embracing change to do work worth doing. Today's topic, entrepreneurship. You know, we get that a lot. People have been doing the same thing day in and day out, and they want to do something different, but they don't necessarily want to work for somebody else. So they follow the entrepreneurial path. And it's a true valid option in today's society. Well, instead of listening to me drone on about it, I got an expert. <laughs> Joining me today is Tim Campsell. He is the uh, owner of Action Coach of Indiana. Uh, he's the main business coach there. He's going to talk to us today about what he did going from the corporate world to entrepreneurship. Tim, thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Jason. Appreciate it. Um, now, let's just start out with your story, because that's, that's what we like to do on this podcast, is share people's stories. How did you go from being a corporate guy to being your own boss? Yeah. So I spent 20-some years in the corporate world running businesses and leading people. Um, but in my heart, I always had a desire to run my own business, but was too afraid to step out on my own and, and walk away from that guaranteed income and, and benefits. Um, and so over that time, I continued to chase my career, right? Had opportunities to move to different companies, right? Very large uh, family-owned businesses like uh, SC Johnson and Sargento Cheese and Red Gold Tomatoes. Um, and then I went to a public owned company and had a very different experience where things that I had uh, learned or thought was normal in the corporate world, like work life balance and family first and weekends are sacred, weren't in this public owned <laughs> company and realized that, uh, you know, I, I wasn't going to be happy there long term. And so after, you know, a number of conversations with my wife, decided that this was the right time for me to take that leap of faith and go out on my own. And uh, my wife, I, I remember she said to me, Tim, you've been talking about this for eight years. This seems like the perfect time to do it. So incredibly supportive and encouraging and, and uh, just very blessed to have her as my cheerleader in, in this transition. Yeah, that's, that is important. The, the, the social support that you have and need uh, there, that cannot be understated. I would say that would be uh, a number one of anything you're doing is make sure your spouse, your partner, any everyone around you is on board. And it, it's interesting you bring up the the, the work life balance because people, when they take charge of their careers, it frequently is about their time because there's we're we're very much as a society built around the concept of time for money. And, and, and I know you can speak a little bit to that uh, because we, we both chatted at length about the e-myth uh, and the concepts behind that. Now, tell us a little bit about business coaching. You know, to most people, coaching itself is beyond the nylon windbreaker and the whistle. Most people <laughs> don't get what coaching does to begin with. Uh, so, but business coaching is a unique uh, a field and, and we've used a business coach here at Merrifield before. It's a valuable, valuable tool. Tell us a little bit about how a business coach can help somebody who's looking to do exactly what you did. Sure, yeah. Um, so to your point about the E-Myth uh, Revisited, uh, business coaching is a tool to help business owners who have gotten you know, into business for themselves, generally for three reasons that you mentioned, right? We want more freedom, flexibility, or wealth. 
and we've determined that owning a business is going to help us get there much better than working for someone else. But then we quickly realized that, oh my goodness, there's all these responsibilities called business ownership that we didn't know was going to come with going out on our own. And it can be incredibly overwhelming and frustrating and, and, you know, and you're drinking from a fire hose every day. So people are generally experts at their art or their craft or their trade, but they're not experts at running a business, right? Our education system teaches us how to be a great employee. It doesn't teach us how to be a business owner, right? And so what business coaching is at an essence is, we are experts at running great businesses, right? We know all of the best practices that have been proven to work over time. So we become the business owner's strategic partner on implementing those processes and procedures and best practices and learning how to hire and retain and motivate and inspire great employees with the end game or the goal is move the business owner out of the day to day and have the systems and the team take over and run the business day to day so that the business owner can be a true business owner, right? If you think of larger companies, the CEO is not doing all the day-to-day tasks. So my job in working with a business owner is to move them up the entrepreneurial ladder to be a true CEO of their business, as opposed to the person that's juggling all the day-to-day balls. Exactly. Working, working in your business versus on your business. And that is so critical. Uh, people, we tell the people frequently like that when they're working on just their career, if they're a professional and they want to stay in their, their vertical, they don't necessarily want to work on their own. It's all about, you know, your job is its own business and you want to work on it. You don't want to just do your job. You have to think strategically about it. And, and that's another question that I had for you was, you know, this is quite a leap. And I mean, to go from the security of, you get a daily, you get a biweekly paycheck, you get benefits, which is huge in the United States today <laughs> to get health insurance. Even working doesn't necessarily guarantee you health insurance or at least good health insurance. Uh, so tell me about what sort of strategic angle and plan that you made to, to pull the ripcord and, and see what color your parachute actually was. <laughs> Yeah, great question. So um, during my corporate career, uh, I I was always coached and I coached uh, my employees to make sure that you own your own strategic plan, right? In terms of Mm -hmm. where do you want to be in five years from now? Where do you want to be in 10 years from now? Because if you don't manage your career, no one's going to manage it for you. And I would say that absolutely applies when you're thinking about going out on your own as well. So when I knew that I was no longer, you know, the corporate world was no longer fit for me, um, I had already built up enough of a runway, you know, a nest egg, uh, financial resources to be able to cover our needs for 18 months. And so that gave me the freedom to be able to spend a couple months. I spent three and a half months figuring out which, what what did I want my business to be? And I knew I wanted it to be a franchise because I wanted the proven processes and methodologies and training and support, but franchise Mm -hmm. models are not for everyone. So you you really need to think through, right? What's going to be the right fit for you? If, if you're the type of person that doesn't want to follow, you know, somebody else's processes and plans and methodologies, then you probably don't want to buy a franchise. Right. And so then once I figured out that business coaching was what I wanted to do, right. it, It was a great combination of my, 
20 years of experience along with my passions, which are to help others, right? To make a difference in, in the lives of other people. So you really need to know who you are at your core and what drives you. Um, and then I spent a couple months figuring out which was the right franchise model, right? Really doing my due diligence and digging in deep to understand the culture and, and how, you know, how much money people could potentially make and what were the biggest challenges that other franchise owners had. So that I was going in with my eyes wide open. And one of the biggest recommendations through that was to hire myself a coach, right? So I got one right away um, within our, our franchise to make sure that I you know, could learn from someone else and somebody was helping to guide and direct and steer me so that you know, instead of me having to learn the mistakes firsthand, I had a coach being able to, to help me guide through that. So from a strategic standpoint, right, the begin with the end in mind using Stephen Covey's principle, right? Make sure that you set what is the long-term goal and then determine what are the stepping stones to get there. So whether you're working in the corporate world or you're out on your own, you still need to know what your, your long-term goal is because you need to know whether you're actually on track to getting there or not. Exactly, exactly. I, I couldn't have said it better myself. That, that is spot on because you have to really disrupt yourself sometimes. I know we, we hate the word disruption, but you have, to, you have to upset the apple cart to get where you want to go. And beginning with the end in mind, and, and more importantly, serving other people. We, we tend to lose sight of that. <laughs> We really, we want to, oh, it's all about me. It's all about making money. Well, no, not really. Because at the end of the day, you make money by serving people. That's just a, if you want to be completely um, brutal about it, that, that's ultimately what it is. And now we should think higher about it. We should move our thinking up a little bit and be truly compassionate and empathetic to other people. Serving other people is what everyone does, whether we want to admit it or not. Um, so what advice would you give to somebody who's in a similar situation? They're sitting in a cube every day and they're like, God, you know, following, following your plans. Is there anything that you wish you would have known then or that you didn't do that you would, that you would share that advice with them? Yeah, I think the biggest thing that I would have done is, is actually made the change earlier in my life. Right. I kept talking myself out of it for some of the reasons you and I just talked about, right? Of yeah. you know, the safety and security of a guaranteed income, the the health benefits. And and now that I'm out on my own and, and feeling, you know, just a tremendous amount of joy in being able to help way more people than I ever could in the corporate world, right? I I found my passion and I, I found my joy. And so I just would have done it earlier, right? But a couple of key steps that helped me along the way is I, when I knew I was gonna go into the franchise world, uh, I actually worked with a franchise coach, right? Mm -hmm. Some, a third party independent person that could help me navigate the franchise world and have me ask the right questions and determine, right, what was the right fit for me. So, you know, just like someone would use you, right, to help them to navigate the corporate world from a, right, a coaching standpoint, this was a great resource for me to, to, to make sure I'm asking the right questions, right, things that I, I don't know what I don't know. Um, and then the other thing is, like we just talked about, is having a coach uh, to help you. And it's not just a coach, right? There's different areas of running a business that there are other people that are experts in, right? And as a, a solopreneur, we all uh, tend to do it ourselves in the beginning, um, but much better to hire a CPA, right? Hire a business coach, hire those, those 
a lawyer, right? Get the experts to do the work for you so that you avoid any, any landmines. Um, and then the, the last thing that I'd say is make sure that you're really thinking through, go in with your eyes wide open, make sure you have the right financial backing and support to allow you to, to really uh, invest in your business. Generally speaking, um, people un or greatly overestimate how much revenue they're going to make in their first year and then underestimate you know, where they're going to be in 10 years from now. So you really want to make sure that you're going to have that runway, that, that safety net, that financial support to get you through the first year or two um, because that's the most challenging time in starting your own business. Exactly. Yeah. Human beings are horrible with numbers. <laughs> we make all these fancy predictions, but they, you know, yeah, reality is reality. So, well, that's awesome. Well, I, Tim, I do appreciate you stopping by today. I, it's, been a, it's been a wealth of information that I hope that people will take away something from this. And if there's somebody out there who's sitting in a cube thinking about, eh, well, I'd like to do it. Yeah, I agree with Tim you know, find out, do the, do the work now to figure out if that's something you want to do and then pull the trigger, you know, pull, pull the ripcord, find out what color your parachute is, you know, cause you're not going to know if it's in your backpack. Um, so Tim, again, thank you. And thank you everyone for tuning in today. We, we want to thank you for joining us to find out more about how you can take charge of your career. Please visit our website, reach out to us on LinkedIn. We do appreciate uh, all the questions and conversations that we have on that platform, uh, reach out to us, ask a question. Uh, we're more than happy to address it. We hope you all had a great week. Stay safe and we will talk to you soon.